welcome to Rise Up For You, a unique podcast dedicated to uplifting women in their day-to-day life, but open to all to enjoy and share. My name is Natalina, the founder of Rise Up For You, through interviews with various experts and professionals on relationships, investing, self-worth, entrepreneurship, love, and health. This podcast is committed to empowering and spreading knowledge and motivation to all. Rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow. Hi, everyone. Thank you for joining today. Rise up for you. This is Natalina. I'm really excited about our next guest. Um, I met her at an event a couple weeks ago, and I knew when I met her and when I shook her hand that this lady was someone special that I wanted to speak with and have on the show. It turns out that I was right. She has been an ambassador for women worldwide. She created Amazing Women's Day and is also the founder of One Million Called. It's a movement designed to move women to stand in their unshakable esteem and answer the call of their entrepreneurial destiny to benefit millions. Marcia Ingle is an inspired, motivational speaker and mentor to entrepreneurial women worldwide. She is a highly respected marketing advisor to small business leaders, celebrities, entertainment studios, and startups. She has been awarded a United States Congressional Proclamation for the Establishment of Amazing Women's Day. Her clients include Australian Broadcasting, Paramount, and Warner Brothers, and she has been a featured broadcast host on CBS Radio, as well as a multitude of television and radio interviews. I hope you enjoy this episode. It's very inspirational. Rise up for you and enjoy. Hi, Marsh. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Very well, thank you. Can you hear me clearly? I can. I can hear you really well. Okay, perfect. How's your day? Good. Really good. Just very focused. Okay. That's a good thing. That's a great thing. (laughs) So, Marsh, tell us a little bit about yourself and your professional career to start with. No, it's such a great question, isn't it? When did somebody ask you to speak about uh, yourself? Themselves? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have, um, gosh, it takes me back to when I was a tiny little girl running around my neighborhood interviewing the kids. And my whole point of focus was to see the very best in them. And then in my little girl, you know, my 10-year-old way, wrote about them and told stories about them. And this was my way of honoring who they were, you know, who they are, who their their personality, their their longings, their dreams. I was a little, 10 years old, I can remember as far back as that, and doing events in the neighborhood that were talent contests, that sometimes I was the producer, sometimes I was the uh, behind the scenes, sometimes I was, uh, you know, the promoter, all of it. And I called these events uh, a queen for a day. I, I celebrated, meaning I wanted to honor each and every woman, each and every child at the time, each and every young person that was uh, my friends in the neighborhood. I wanted to honor them, and I don't know how I knew that. At a 10-year-old, you know, from a 10-year-old little girl's point of view. But it was what my passion, it was then. I oftentimes speak to my clients and I say to them, you know, think back to when you were a very young child and what did you love to do? 
And that will give us great insight. It'll give us kind of a direction. So as I continued to evolve in my career, and of course then I launched, at one point in my life, I launched a promotional marketing agency. I worked in media. I've written a book series, Amazing Woman, Amazing World, that I was telling stories very much like, exactly like what I did as a little girl, except for as a, as a woman, standing in the power of honoring and valuing and see, seeing the real purpose of someone and reflecting that to them and having them reflect it to others through either interviews that I have done on the radio or on television or in the books that I've written and celebrating that each and every one of us has what I believe to be a calling. And it started, you know, very young in my life and then it evolved all the way through all of my businesses that I've developed and all of my, uh, you know, my dreams and my desires to live into that purpose, live into that calling. And of course, launching Amazing Woman's Day, which was the ultimate uh, culmination of all of that and taking that global so tell, tell us a little bit more about Amazing Women's Day since you just touched upon it because you, you helped establish it. So tell the audience, for those that aren't familiar, what that means and what that entailed. You know, Amazing Women's Day came to me at a very, very difficult time in my life. And it came to me at a time where I felt completely disconnected. I felt pretty hopeless. I felt very burned out. I felt confused. I I was really not uh, in a good place. Uh, My mom had just died, and that came suddenly and completely unexpected. My father had died 18 months later, and in between I had gotten this diagnosis of lymphoma, which is a very, just not a pleasant experience of healing. However, it took me into a, a... a different way of living, a different approach. You know, I had been building a successful marketing agency and I enjoyed, I loved what I did, but I also went at it 24-7. There was no balance. There was no uh, pause. There was no um, understanding of what I believe to be the feminine creative principles of, of collaboration. There was really, it was like I was the boss and employee. It was just a very different approach to leadership and a very different approach to success and I believe that when I entered into that time period when I when I stepped into that space of really not knowing which direction to go it kind of forced me into a path of exploring a different way of creating success a different way of honoring my own essential nature and ultimately took me out on this journey of studying energy psychology and energy medicine. It, it took me from a completely different, remembering I was an executive in television and film studio marketing, it took me completely away from that very comfortable role that I was so identified by and it put me into a space of exploring the power of my intuitive gifts exploring the power of collaboration, exploring what it means to truly live a purpose, to truly answer to a calling, to let go and lay down all of the ideas and the definitions that I thought I was so that I could step into 
a closer understanding of what my essential self is. What, what am I here for? What are my greatest gifts and talents? What, how can I begin to use those? And through that period, that really dark period, I felt completely guided to create a day on which all women honor themselves. And of course, having my marketing background, I thought, how would I do that? And I got a very clear understanding that I had already been prepared. I'd been prepared with an understanding of what it would be to put programs together, to put promotions together, to put community together, to build a structure and a foundation of a day like this, a day called Amazing Woman's Day. And at the time, I took it very literally. You know, I took it from the point of view of creating a day on which all women honor themselves, literally. Today, I know it to be create a day, create an essence, create a time in our lives that every single woman, every one of us knows that we're an amazing woman. And I believe that my first introduction to that was creating the Amazing Woman's Day movement and putting my heart and spirit and soul into it and knowing that I was learning as I went. You know, I interviewed hundreds and hundreds of women and my my interviews were all about what is it that allows you to see the amazing within yourself. And, you know, I was looking for that because it was so challenging for me to see the amazing in me. I could not, it didn't matter that I had built you know, large successful companies, that didn't matter to me. It did not matter that I had done, you know, moved across the country. All of the things that truly uh, could be amazing if we look back, you know, if each of us look back at our lives and we see those pivotal moments that opened us up to a new understanding of the depth and the possibilities and the powers that are within us, but we've overlooked them and we've denied ourselves that opportunity to see those as amazing. And I had done that. I had done that in my own life. And I think my deep desire, honestly, was to have the conversation, open up the dialogue with women so that we could begin to see within ourselves our gifts and our talents, our powers, our possibilities, because all of those are needed in the world and we first must recognize them within ourselves. And when we can do that, we then can turn that into a business, a brand, a career, a livelihood. But we first must pause long enough to recognize the amazing that's been moving through us all along. We can't get so busy. You know, I see, oftentimes I see myself or I see my clients or I see others leaning so forward into the future of what we want to create that we've not paused long enough to notice the amazing that's flowing through us and in us, around us all the time. And so it's, it's about re, I think, um, remembering and maybe redefining, not even maybe, absolutely redefining the way we go about creating our success so that we can stand in the power of that. And so for Amazing Woman's Day, it was about beginning to redefine the way we as women, beginning with myself, we as women, how do we define success? And are we allowing ourselves the opportunity to truly, truly embrace the gifts that are moving through us all the time, the opportunities that are moving through us and around us all the time? And are we celebrating and having great gratitude for those experiences so that we can begin to see it as power? Are we tuning into our intuitive gifts? Are we honoring what those gifts and what those 
uh, insights are bringing to us. And that's what Amazing Woman's Day was about. And we took that movement, you know, it was all over the United States, all over uh, in three countries, and amazing experience of meeting and most importantly, exploring my own amazing woman. And it gave birth to a deep desire then to create a much larger movement and allow us these opportunities to, to gain the education now so that we can find that amazing within ourselves, find our calling, and then put it into action, put it into um, a definition of a brand, a structure of a business, a career, and uh, step out into the world and share it with the many, many, many people that are waiting for us. You know, it's amazing that you that you've done that, and it's just so fascinating to hear you to, to, to hear you talk about it because it is so true. Like as women, we we self sabotage, we put ourselves down, and it's very difficult. And, and it doesn't matter where you come from, and if you know what you think is successful, whether you're you know a top entrepreneur or whether you're a mom at home, like doesn't matter what you've achieved. The majority of women, they, they tear themselves apart mentally. And we, we seem to be the last people that we love is ourselves. The last person that we love and take care of is, is us. And, you know, I have a similar story with you. You know, when I was younger, I also used to mentor other women and young girls in my own way when I was very young as a teenager and I just never could comprehend it. I, I never understood why my, my girlfriends, my female girlfriends would, you know, beat themselves up and call themselves names and do all these things. And I, I used to think like, wow, you're so cool. Why would you, why would you talk to yourself like that? And that was a pattern. Like as I was growing up, there were so many beautiful women around me that couldn't see how special they were. They couldn't love themselves. They couldn't see the value that they added to the world. And as women, that's something that we really do struggle with. And actually, there was a study that just came out a few weeks ago that it starts when we're young. Young ladies, it's proven that young ladies, they tell they tear themselves apart. They're more hesitant and they have more negative thoughts about themselves than young, than young boys, young men. And it was actually a study that um, they threw on CNN a couple weeks ago. And I just found that completely fascinating. And then if we take it into um, adult women, if we move into adult women and how we perceive ourselves and we have these deep desires, we have these, these callings that we're longing to answer, we know that we're here with something important to share. I don't know any woman that I've ever spoken to that didn't in her heart know that there's something important, a message that's moving through her that she'd like to share with the world. And it doesn't mean you have to run a global movement, but any, you know, just impacting locally or the way you interact with your children. There's a message that's moving through each and every one of us, and there's not a woman I know that does not realize that or, or at some part of her, even in the most quiet moments know that there's something that's moving that's calling her forth and if we look at that and we look at women starting businesses and women stepping into their careers and women leading in a new way um, for me myself uh, my earliest mentors were primarily um, male mentors and in business you know when I was in television and I was in radio and I, I worked and and lived in a very masculine environment and there was there's nothing wrong with that. However, my, my role models were teaching me from a very different, it did not feel completely natural to me. 
it didn't feel a hundred percent. It didn't, I always, I laugh and say, you know, I was like working with six cylinders all, instead of all 12. And I don't even think cars have cylinders anymore, but if they <laughs> did and they had 12 cylinders. I was working with like half of those cylinders. I was not fully engaged in the most powerful parts of myself. And then I made a story up that said that if they weren't used in the workplace, like my intuition was not used in the workplace, or if my, uh, my deep desire to collaborate and work with others was not in the workplace currently, or if uh, uplifting and inspiring rather than um, ridiculing or, or um, you know, being condescending to others, and, and that was a, a, a bit of an approach to success at times, where there are a lot of heavy goal setting, and if you made it, it was great, and if you didn't, you felt like a loser. I mean, there were a different model of success. Let's just say there was a different model. And I did not understand that there was another model. Because remembering from my very earliest days, I stepped into a workplace that was primarily uh, male populated because I was in media. And then I was in entertainment marketing and all of that. There weren't a lot of women showing me or mentoring or reflecting in the workplace. So when I stepped away, when my experience came to me, when uh, you know, basically, I said, I've got to stop. I have to stop this. And my exploration, I did not know at the time, but I did know I was looking for a new approach to success. So I think that when, when we as adult women, stepping into and owning and valuing the true power of our feminine essence, of owning our true power of creativity and our ability to expand the world through the power of our voices, and make a real change and transform this experience that we're having. I think we have to begin to value that. Now, why that's important to what you said is that when we as women do that, when each of us as women say yes to that and do the very best we can to step into that, what happens is we create our, our young world, our daughters are different. They see us as different. We become their mentors they, ref they, they see how we're responding to the world. Our young men become different because they see how we as women are holding ourselves with great value and great honor and great respect. And all of the parts of ourselves that we've been denying begin to be of utmost importance. They begin to be the, that what we lead with rather than what we deny or what we keep hidden we stand in the power of that, and the time has come for that. I mean, there is no question about it. Look around us now, and, and look at the voices that are stepping up. Look at the women who are owning their creativity and saying, uh, I know that I have the power to collaborate with others to create great change, whether it be in my community or in the world. And again, why that's so important is that when we as women today stand in the power of that, our young people change, and then their children see a different world. Absolutely. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And so tell us a little bit more about the, um, the One Million Call that, you, that you've created, and, and, it, and, it's, and it's launching, and it's intended to guide women as entrepreneurs. So what does that mean? And let's really dig into the One Million Call. I'd like to get more it into is. that. It's, one million called is the evolution of what Amazing Woman's Day was. 
So Amazing Woman's Day launching in 1999, it was all about finding our gifts and talents and honoring those in such a way that we could begin to see ourselves in different roles and own the power of that, begin to understand what collaboration was and begin to understand how powerful our creativity uh, could be in our lives. What One Million Called is about is taking all of that creativity and taking all of that power of collaboration and taking all of that um, insight, that we, we could call it wisdom, our, our innate wisdom, and turning it into brands and businesses that are positioned to impact millions. So together, we, as we come together in One Million Called, we begin to create brands and businesses and livelihoods that are educational, they are transformative, a lot of the women in the community are uh, coaches, they're community leaders, they're well-being experts, they're authors, they're speakers, they're dynamic in bringing forth uh, a new way of thinking or a new thought, they're dynamic in bringing forth a scientific understanding about how our brain works so that our thought processes begin to shift, how we can define ourselves differently, a very dynamic community of bringing forth new ways of interpreting our ability to be powerful leaders in the world. And when we bring ourselves together in a one million call type of environment, an environment that is uh, just built specifically so that you can thrive, meaning that when you step into that kind of environment, your intuitive gifts start to expand. Your, the way you see yourself starts to expand. The way you define your possibilities and your potentials begins to naturally expand because you're in an environment and a community of women who are looking to see you successful. They want to see you successful. They encourage you to be successful. So that they're, you know, the old paradigms of, of comparison and the old paradigms of competition begin to just naturally fall away. We don't go about saying we're not competing or we're not comparing. We just naturally allow them to fall away because we're celebrating and focusing on each of our own individual abilities and our capacities to serve in our own unique and individual ways. So we're inspired there. So the One Million Called Movement is about owning our power to truly be the leaders that we're meant to be. It's about uh, standing in that um, honor of our calling. It's about standing in a new definition of power to succeed so that we partner now. We begin to partner with our deepest desires and our pure and essential will to take action. Not from a forcing it to happen, but from that marriage, that partnership with the divine desire that we have moving through us and, and saying yes to that inspiration so that we can turn it into a possibility, a brand, a business, a career, a, a, an offering that we can give to people and that those people can understand what it is that we have to offer. So I get very inspired by the One Million Called Movement and I get very inspired about where we are as women and answering our call to lead. Right. And Marsh, you do this through, what's the tool? You do it through like seminars. I know you have a couple in, in Canada coming up and one in Los Angeles. Is that the tool and the form that it's done at? 
We do them as uh, accelerators. They're one-day accelerators that are focused on building businesses and brands. I do them in uh, global retreats. We're in Maui again, and uh, we're in Paris, France early in 2016, so we do global programs. We do, um, of course, I have a show that's on Voice America Women that we broadcast weekly. We do it in um, a, a new book that's coming out. I have a new book called The Call to Lead, and I have e-courses and opportunities for women to take part in every way that you can imagine, so that it's not just about having to travel somewhere, although I love that. I love when women reach out and uh, expand their world through global travel and meeting women globally and bringing them together, but also through um, online courses and opportunities to connect through our um, virtual community as well. And then by being you know, live and, and in community through accelerator programs. Right, and I just... I. I'm so, it's so inspiring to hear another woman, another woman with this, with these ideas and, the, and this creative outlet, because there's so many women that cut each other down. And there's so many times when I hear women talk about other women or they, they bring each other down and they don't uplift. And it's so inspiring to see another woman who wants to uplift and help other women. And it's not very common, unfortunately, Marsh. I mean, there's a lot of women out there that, for some reason, it's easier for them to attack and um, be rude and mean to other women as opposed to come together. And, you know, I always, I always talk about men because men seem to have this weird camaraderie, right? Like, they're, you know, they hang out together and they kind of have like this bro thing. But a lot of women, for some reason, they can't, they can't seem to, you know, really build that community around them. And people like you are so important because you're making it okay for other women to understand that we are important to each other. We need to have each other in each other's lives. We need to uplift each other. If we're not going to do it, who is? You know, where I think it begins is when we were talking earlier about how do we hold ourselves in value? How do we honor ourselves? How do we value our own gifts and talents? How do we respect and honor within ourselves how very uniquely powerful we are and when we can begin to do that, when we focus on that and begin to look for the value within ourselves, what happens naturally is that we begin to see the value in others. And when we begin to see the value in others, we realize that there is no competition. That's there right. Is no, there's only a merging right. of, of possibilities and potentials. And if I know what your values are and I know how powerful you are in your creative vision and your deepest desires, then I can bring mine to you as well. And then we can cook up something great together. But if I've forgotten how valuable I am, if I've forgotten the values that move through, if I've denied myself the opportunity to identify my deepest desires or believe that those are even possible, if I've denied myself that, we will continue to have competition because we will think something's better than us outside of us. So what we really have to do is pause long enough to acknowledge our own gifts and talents. And I think that we're way, we're honestly, we're way past that, but we've not yet let it catch up with us. I bet if right now I ask you what your values are, or I ask any woman that was challenged with, let's just say somebody's out there um, competing, with someone or they're bumping up against a lot of women that feel competitive with them. 
I bet if, if everyone in the room began to identify their value and then we started to see how we could match values or how we could complement each other's values, I bet it would take us about five minutes before we would start to see a beautiful collaboration happen in that room. But we've forgotten that this is so important. We're trying to collaborate. We're, we're, we're trying to make puzzle pieces fit together without taking that the essential look at what is that picture within us? You know, what is that value within us? And then we can start to go out and create great, powerful programs together or great answers together or solutions together. And that's, to me, that's exciting, honestly. There's a challenge in, in what I see. So if, if competition still exists, there is already a solution and already an answer. We just let's, Let us pause long enough to recognize that and begin to celebrate that with each other. You know, when I, um, when I went out to write the Amazing Woman book series, and this is back in 1999 all the way to about 2003, and I wrote several books during that time, Amazing Woman, Amazing World. And when I stepped out to write those books, do you know the question that I asked myself? I said, let me step out and let me look for the amazing in every single person that I met. Every single woman that I met, what I wanted to see is what's amazing and unique and powerful about her. Let me see that. Let me focus on that. And what happened I did not know what was going to happen, but what happened was there was a transformation. I, I started to coin the phrase transformational interview because there was a transformation that happened through that looking for the amazing in her. A transformation began to happen within that woman because my focus was on bringing to light the very power and the uniqueness within her, but even it went further. The transformation that happened within me was like I was lit up because all at once I started to see the amazing aspects within myself that were very common to her or very unique within me as well. So by walking out into the world and saying, let me just focus on the amazing here. Let me see something fabulous in this person rather than looking for the lack or something that's really annoying or irritating in that person. And we can all do that, right? I mean, right. We've all got yep. caught. I still find myself in the days like, oh, my gosh. And it's like, put me around some really positive people. Well, the fact is, I think we can all find that in each other. Sometimes it's more challenging than other times. But if we walk out and we say that, and it was like there was such a transformation that I did not know was going to happen, but that happened. Simply by saying, let me see, let me point all of my attention, all of my focus, all of my energy, let me focus it on finding the amazing in this person, and let me reflect it back to them through the words that I speak, through the story that I write about them. And then, in that writing and in that reflection, I found it within myself as well. So there was such a, a transformational experience, and I think we can still do this today. Right. Very simple, actually. And it's also very inspiring. I mean, when you pull out the great in people and you see their true potential and you're able to look at the beauty, the beauty that's in them, it's very inspiring to you as opposed to looking at the negative. And then, I mean, you're not growing yourself. You're not, you're not becoming any better from looking at the negative in other people, whether it's women or men. Exactly right. We're just actually amplifying our own you know, in our own lack within ourselves. So we know this, but sometimes there's the old habits take shape, don't they? 
the old habit of, of criticizing or judging or gossiping or whatever those things are that we've caught, we've gotten caught in an old habit. And the fact that we're talking about it, the most powerful thing that can happen is awareness. And when we gain awareness, even just us talking about it right now, if we gain awareness that, hey, I'm in a habit of gossiping about people, or I'm in a habit of judging or looking for the lack in them, I'm just in a habit of that. It's all it is, it's a habit. A habit I've been conditioned to think is normal. And now I have the awareness of that. And through that awareness, I now have the power to transform it by making a different choice around it. So when I see myself gossiping or when I see myself analyzing someone or feeling like they're living in lack and why, why is that and judging, when I just notice myself doing that, I can now catch myself and pull myself back and I can create it in a new way. I can immediately in that moment say, Let, show me something great about this person. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I, I love your work. And I, Marsh, I'm so thankful that we had a chance to connect and meet. Is there anything else that you'd love to list, um, leave our audience with? Any comments or message, last remarks? I'd just like to say that right now in this moment, I guarantee you without a doubt, someone is looking for exactly what you have to offer. So your life is so important and the creativity that you bring forth is so important. Your message is so important that it, maybe even somebody right now is celebrating the difference that you're making in their life. So I want each and every one of us to remember that so that when we go out to the world, we, we hold in that, in that power, we stand in that value so that we can give more of our greatest gifts and talents to the world. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Marsh. It was an absolute pleasure speaking with you and very, very inspiring. And I know your message will get across to millions of women around the world. Thank you. Thank you for your time and thank you for having me on your show. If you guys would like to stay connected to Marsh, you can check her out at her webpage at marshingle.com. And you can also follow her on Twitter at marshingle. If you're interested in the One Million Called, and you should definitely check this out, please go to www.1millioncalled2015.com. And don't forget to check out the Marsh Ingle Radio Show on Mondays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Internet Talk Radio. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you were moved by this episode, and please share it with anybody that you know. We'll see you next time, and don't forget, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater tomorrow.